0: All right, welcome to the Sports Nuts and Beer Guts Podcast 2.0. We've got the man, the myth, the legend, Chris Colette. How's it going today, Chris?
1: Oh, it's great. Go Vols!
0: All right, big week for the Vols. Of course, we'll, we'll talk about that and we'll um, we'll get into that. Actually, let's uh, let's start so the big Saturday 3:30 CBS game this past weekend. I did have the privilege to attend, sat on the 50-yard line, but it was about a mile away. It was in the upper deck. But uh, just an awesome, awesome atmosphere. But I'll go ahead and start it out, send it to you first, and just uh, uh, give me the reflection of the Saturday.
1: Oh, man, what a game. I uh, I had a good Saturday, played a golf tournament Saturday morning, uh, had a few beers on the course. Uh, get back to Grandma Snow's house. She has some beers waiting on me there. Uh, grandma snow grandma snow had some beer for me so yeah not a bad trip to west tennessee Uh, and then the balls uh, i i thought they were going to beat about 20. Uh, it looked like florida had quit and then tennessee quit trying to score or something not really sure what the hell happened and then the uh unfortunate tennessee just trying to lose a game happened and thankfully they didn't because this is the first game in a while that uh, Tennessee tried to lose but couldn't. Uh, probably the Georgia Hail Mary, Jawan Jennings, maybe in the last game. Tennessee just tried to lose and just somehow couldn't lose it. So uh, they made Anthony Richardson look like a number one overall pick. I don't think he's that good. Uh, Tennessee's defense not good. Tennessee's offense is good. Uh, Hooker, I know he had a good game, but he didn't look great. I didn't think. Uh, I just think the offense is so spread out and schemed so well that Logan Bryant could be successful in that offense as quarterback. Hey,
0: I'll I, for this Logan Bryant uh, make him upset uh, segment here. I'll uh, start. So it it was an awesome atmosphere. Just to say it was it was crazy. It was like just one of those loud Saturdays. SEC football is great,
1: but definitely uh, doesn't happen in Lexington.
0: <laughs> so. There's just things that happen when Florida comes to Neyland that we just know are going to happen. One being that that quarterback looked terrible against Kentucky, looked awesome against us. We knew that would happen. Yeah. The uh, um, just little, you know, I was on the 50, had a perfect view of the onside kick. It was literally perfect. You couldn't do it better. Like the guy walked right into it, strode right into it, so things like that just happened in Nealon. You, you got to expect that. We totally expected the hail mary to be caught in the end zone. <laughs> it was but, caught. Well, it, was, it but, was. he caught it? It was just a uh, crazy game. The uh, the seventeen points up uh, with five minutes to go was was wild. Um, the fact that we had first and five and didn't get it to win the game was a little bit concerning but yeah good thing i guess and and i don't know if it played out like this on tv but and what they said but when he went for two down by 11 i didn't understand and ultimately it seems like they could have kicked the field goal at the end of the game and gone to overtime so that may have bit them i don't know but it was um it was fun being down there they had the electronic tickets being set up uh, Mm. to get into the stadium so that was a complete disaster. It was, uh, <laughs> it was. if you know where Thompson Bowling Arena is, we were in the upper deck, and there's one gate, and it's gate 10. And it's just a huge ramp that goes way up. And uh, if your ticket says that, that's the gate you're supposed to go to. Of course, you could have gone to any gate and just walked around the stadium and got to your seats. Not everybody knew that. So there was literally a half-a-mile line out the door past Thompson Bowling to get on that gate. And uh,
1: uh, fall fans won't be uh, mistaken for the most the smartest fans in the SEC. <laughs>
0: well, I, I thought I'm going to get into the stadium and it's going to be empty, but uh, they must have packed them in there. They must have got them in at the end. I don't know, but it,
1: it, it looked great. good on TV. It was it was awesome. It was. Did fun, you but... uh, did you check her up? Did you did you wear the right color? Oh
0: yeah, we were in okay. the orange section. Of course, we were super up high, but it's like watching the uh, 11-11 camera on the or the all 22 whatever they call it yeah so lots of fun man it was just a great great
1: win so the uh trying to go back to what you just said but the billy napier going for two uh down 11 so the thought process on that is uh essentially going for two is a coin flip true 50 50 scenario Kicking the extra point while you think it's automatic kickers kickers can be kickers so it's it's you're not like if you do it by the analytics it's like .9 something points or if you go for 2 it's a one whole point so that's why analytics lean towards going for 2 there i i wasn't a huge fan of going for 2 but uh i thought Napier had a great game uh he didn't coach scared he, he went for fourth downs several times where i'm like man i really wish you were punting right here but uh and they kept converting him uh i thought he coached a good game uh, it was a game that if he didn't coach aggressively, Tennessee would have won by twenty plus points. So,
0: so I think he coached a good game too. And another one one thing that he did that probably I don't know if it was caught on TV, but he went ballistic. On oh, the it rest. was caught on TV. And uh, it was at the end. It was it was a situation where it didn't matter. Uh, yeah, that he got a penalty
1: because we were on like a one inch line already. Right. So yeah. they,
0: he fired him up with that one, probably got him into the back into the game a little bit in the second half. Uh I don't know. Maybe, maybe not, but either way, it was funny to watch him blow up and everybody laughed.
1: It's it's nice to see the balls uh winning games. They may not be supposed to win. I know they were ten and a half point favorites, but still it's Tennessee, Florida. I know I bet fifty four dollars. Hickman bet about seventy five dollars. <laughs> Florida money line. Uh and there at the end, I was like, "Man, this is going to backdoor cash." I just knew it was going to happen. So, uh, have a bye week, much needed bye week after last week. So, uh, then we go down to LSU for a little breakfast in the Bayou. They the dodged. Baton Rouge a, game. That's going to be a problem. Dodged a bullet on that with the morning game. The LSU crowd, they, they won't know what to do there.
0: Yeah, they definitely did. That's the stadium that uh, measures on the Richter scale if they do a Saturday night game. Yeah, and the. But uh, So hopefully we'll we'll stay away from that. But I, I feel good about the LSU game, honestly.
1: I, I feel pretty solid. The uh, week after that's Bama. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if we're undefeated, that place is going to be rocking. But the last time there was a game, uh, I think it was 2016, Tennessee, Alabama. It's probably the last game in, I went to in Neyland. Uh, that was the day I quit on Butch Jones' coach because – Alabama scored a touchdown on maybe two plays, their first possession. It took about uh, three plays, the second possession, which had a, we're down 14 nothing. We're about the around 25, 30 yard line, something like that. Had a fourth and about a foot, and he punts it. And naturally, I think it was Devontae Smith. I don't know who it was for sure. Uh, Some fast guy ran the punt back for a touchdown, 21 nothing, before it even started. Uh, (laughs) That's,
0: yeah, if if they're undefeated going into that Bama game, it will uh, be crazy. I still just think that it's not even a shot. Really, I, I I would be a dream season would be to split Alabama and Georgia.
1: Oh, I agree. That puts and you looking maybe, at 11 and 1. And if you have to pick well, one to, one to win, you got to pick Georgia.
0: In that scenario though, I would have to put another loss in there somewhere cuz I just yeah. don't think they can
1: They're not losing go to Kentucky. That's for sure. Uh, That's definitely for sure. Not losing to Shane Beamer, South Carolina team. I I don't know if there's another loss except, uh, I mean, LSU being at 11 a.m. or noon game for you, East Coasters uh, or East Tennesseers. Uh, I mean, LSU, maybe. I just don't see a loss against Kentucky or South Carolina. And I think outside of LSU, that's the toughest ones left. Obviously, Alabama, Georgia, but.
0: Yeah. Well, let's I'll hope. Up. And then in two weeks, when they lose the LSU, we'll be right back where we where we're
1: comfortable. Yeah, I'm just going to pretend it doesn't happen. So, but we're still talking Vols now. Like Vols are undefeated. Was it four zero? Absolutely. I'll
0: take it. Any four, and I'll 4-0. I'll take yeah. winning
1: these close games every day. Oh, absolutely. Go Vols. But, uh,
0: absolutely. Great Saturday there. But uh, moving from college to NFL, which we're. Uh, of course, involved in the Big Johnson uh, fantasy football league, but uh, so we so we pay a little bit closer attention to this in general.
1: Let's nobody, do some chug except poor. Nobody really cares about fantasy football this year. I don't think. <laughs> I think it's we should uh, just go ahead and cancel the season. We
0: probably should, or we should probably call it a win and just uh, go to the house. Yeah, uh,
1: if we could call it a win, then that'd be my first win of the year in fantasy football. So. Well,
0: let's let's transition to the NFL okay. here and some chug sip and pour. I'll let you take the first um the first one here, but let's let's go to the game it was probably the most important game of the weekend as far as uh, the, the race in general, but the Dolphins and Bills, the Dolphins beating the Bills in Miami after Tua tumbles to his knees at the end of the second or the end of the first half in an yeah. obvious concussion. So uh Chug sip report. Did Tua have a concussion?
1: I'm going to chug this one. <laughs> I didn't give uh, you much of a chance. <laughs> I'm chugging it. Uh, it was very apparent. Uh, he had a quote unquote back issue that caused him to <laughs> his head to hit the ground. Uh, kind of like a classic concussion hit, where uh, the helmet hits the turf. Turf doesn't give any, so. Uh, gets up and just kind of a little looks, looks wobbly, and then all of a sudden he's down on his knees. And, uh, yeah, that did not look like a back injury. Uh, and it was just terrible optics because it was, I mean, once you see the there, there was contact to the head and then there was an obvious reaction, even if you can pass concussion protocol, I, I just think a franchise has to hold him out. Uh, they had capable hands to back him up, in Teddy Ribeye, uh, Teddy pod- Ribeye, podcast favorite, Teddy Ribeye. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a terrible look, and I mean, I know two is questionable for the game tomorrow night. Um, if he misses it due to quote unquote back issues, uh, I, I think the concussion theory just increases on that one. A little conspiracy theory, because. I mean, it's hard to get, I don't think you can get cleared from concussion protocol for a Thursday night game. I think Friday is about as the soon as they can clear you. So, yeah, I think he had a concussion. He may even be showing con- concussion syndrome, symptoms. I'm sure they'll say it's a back issue. Uh, so, yeah, I think he had a concussion.
0: Yeah, so I'll chug it too, of course. And you saw the clip of him,
1: like, falling to his knees as he's trying to walk off, and,
0: and then he just has to collapse uh that should be the first indication i don't know if this thing was like a i don't know if they sent out a press release or if like somebody was actually talking and saying it was a back injury but to the person that said that there should be immediate questions <laughs> and just like uh hey that's that's not true what's really true so uh anyway that's that's an easy one chug uh in in other news though the bills my big choice to go 20 and 0 uh Lost that game, but um, I'm doubling down. I'm still saying 20 and 0. But <laughs> let's let uh, let's go to uh, the next topic here on the Chug Sip poor. Does Ken Dorsey's coaching tantrum make your top five NFL coaching tantrums? To do that, I guess we got to talk about some coaching tantrums of the past. So, Chug Sip Poor on Dorsey's coaching tantrum
1: making a top five. I'm going to pour it out just because he's a coordinator. Uh if he, if he was the head coach doing that I would I would definitely chug it. Uh but being a coordinator I mean I don't think you expect the uh, the best composure out of the coordinators uh and then I could only name 3 off the top of my head. Uh obviously Dennis Green and Arizona. Uh what, what, what they was was who
0: they they are who they yeah. thought
1: we were or they were. <laughs> We'd let them off the hook. That that's We'd that let them off the hook. Uh Jim Mora playoffs. Talking about the playoffs? A, can I do my Jim Mora impression? Absolutely. Playoffs? was that? Can you do a Herm Edwards also? That's number three on my list. Let's see. All right. I'll try this one.
2: You play to win
1: the game.
0: He that lost was the more Steven. That was State. more Stephen A. Smith, maybe, than Herm Edwards. I don't know.
1: They're both first take guys at some point in their careers well so there's two right have we named three, three 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 so w-
0: one that just kind of it's a cumulative effect really but it's bobby knight the the um the chair the choke there's all oh, sorts of them. i mean it's,
1: it's, he did uh, have that great press conference where he's talking about the game face and he did all those fake faces
0: <laughs> yeah that one was classic that's uh Bobby Knight, the the classic coach that preaches discipline and has zero self control.
1: You got Woody That's, Hayes if you're talking about discipline. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: but yeah, Woody Hayes. Maybe that counts as a, a freak out. But I guess we're talking more press conferences. So uh, That's true. Even though this one specifically was not a press conference, I'm going to knock it out of the top five. But it's it's a it's a wild scene. That guy looked like the Tasmanian devil in there. You
1: looked like a psychopath.
0: I wish there was, I wish there, uh, there probably is. I wish there was video of the aftermath of like the awkwardness (laughs) and uh, picking up all the papers and (laughs) that's what would be funny. There's got to be uh, one that we're, one that we're probably really missing badly of a coach freak out, but I can't think of it off the top of my head, but uh, there's some pretty good ones there. Uh, I think. we may be forgetting about Mike Gundy and his mullet talking about being 40 oh. years old.
1: Those, that was, those that was 15 years ago, I think that's hard to believe
0: there was that long ago. So he's now he's 55 and he could still probably yell about it. But um, yeah, some, some crazy tantrums there. I think do, old Dorsey was uh he's, he's <laughs> maybe he can put some uh, effort into that, getting that top five by the end of the year.
1: He's, He's going to be like a front-runner for a head coaching position at the end of this year. I mean, the Bills offense, I assume, is going to be just juggernautish the rest of the year, so he's going to be on the line. Uh,
0: which, this is the same Ken Dorsey, correct? That was the national Miami? championship quarterback for Miami? Did,
1: did he happen to win a Heisman or no? I don't
0: think so, but I remember the game. Uh, well, this could be wrong, but was it the national championship game where McGahee got his leg destroyed? Yeah, was that Ken Ohio State. Yeah. I, was, I remember watching that live and just being sick for that guy because I watched him at UT that same year. And he was, they came to Knoxville, Miami did. And uh, they were incredible. He was like one of the best running backs I've ever seen in my
1: life. I was at that game. That was an absolute ass beating like wasn't even close like it was. Right. And I, I think A- Andre Johnson was on that team. Is that right? I they, wouldn't remember. I just remember the gay tearing a up. I'm pretty sure Andre Johnson was, and they ran a slant. Uh yeah, I think it was Andre Johnson. Could have been Reggie Wayne. I think it was Andre Johnson though. They ran a slant and Andre Johnson like seriously just he, nobody was in like ten yards of him. And I'm like, Are you <laughs> gonna try to cover him or not? It was <laughs> ugly. That, pretty that stacked Willis team McGehee, there. Yeah, that Will Smith injury. That's that's a great what if. You know what I mean? I mean, if he doesn't get – he was still productive in the NFL after that.
0: Right. He still had a great career. He could have been one of the best ever.
1: Yeah. Great one. Um,
0: speaking of the best ever, let's talk about the uh, best ever haircut, the Raiders owner. But uh, <laughs> no, let's not talk about his haircut. But let's talk about his team and the Raiders and Texans winning a game before the Eagles and Dolphins lose their first. You chug, sipping, or pouring that concept, Chris Collette.
1: This is a tough one for me i was I was looking at the schedule and uh for the Raiders they uh luckily get to play the uh Nathaniel Hackett led Broncos who look completely inept somehow are two and one on the year uh Raiders let's talk you get-
0: about your let's talk about your love real quick for Nathaniel
2: Hackett
1: okay let's talk about it I had a strategy in fantasy uh football this year was to not go to waffle House because obviously I'm not gonna complete the waffle House challenge so Try to avoid it all together. Uh, don't want to start. Jesus, my computer. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. What's the deal? Anyways, It's My computer was trying to restart. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> too many viruses. Watched too much porn on it or something? Not real sure. <laughs> but anyways, the thing I'll have, my, my goal was I'm going to draft all the Broncos. And the thing is, the Broncos are going to have, it'll be 50-50. Some really good weeks, some like average weeks. But those really good weeks, I was going to win. Uh, we're three weeks into the season. I think they're averaging about 12 points a game. Uh, the, they snapped. A, I, I, th- I think they take 37 seconds uh, between plays to snap the ball every single time like clockwork. Uh, Russell Wilson, even when he was in Seattle, even when they had beast mode going, still going no huddle, using some tempo, even if you don't, like, even if you don't like actually snap the ball right when you're ready to go like play super fast you can still slow it down and go no huddle uh it keeps the defense on the field it keeps russell in a good mindset uh, i think russell's one of those guys that if teammates are random too much they just get super annoyed so i don't think that's why i think going huddle with him is a terrible idea uh yeah i think I'll hack it's completely just i'm sh- if they were and 3 i think they would have already fired him they hired him some kind of game coordinator, some retired guy from the Ravens to help, to help him out. And he was zero and two on challenges this week, even with the guy. Well,
0: what, what about the, uh, what about the game management of that? I think it was the first or second oh, game, but what, what, let's where, get a 64
1: yard field goal. There's, I mean, there's we have
0: to, video of Peyton Manning during that game on his telecast, trying yeah. to call timeout. And, uh, trying to call time it's, it's something like they've measured it like 60 times he was trying to call time out that it, little spam
1: this is an honest question if, if you're the Broncos do you give Peyton Manning like 10 million dollars because what's 10 million dollars to the Waltons because I think they're the ones that own the Broncos now uh just just to manage the two minute the two minute like in the <laughs> end of quarter in the end of end of, uh, end of half and end of game situations just let him manage it I mean I guarantee you, they should you do that. They should they, do something. Should.
0: I've I've heard a funny, uh, they should way to do it. There's a, uh, I, I can't take credit for it because cousin Sal is the one that said this, but they should just hire a 15 year old that plays Madden all day. Thank you. They know was, the game, man. They know the game management stuff better than they do.
1: Back in the NCAA dynasty days, I was so good at that. I knew exactly what to do. Uh, man, yes, <laughs> yes, times a million. Just get
0: it. Just get a kid with a headset. Set them down there. They'll know what to do.
1: But back to the question. I I think this is a good one. Uh, I think the Eagles are legit good. Uh, I think the Dolphins uh, aren't bad. I'll say that. I'm a big Mike Medano fan. Uh, Tua's look good. Uh, The receivers have looked good. They have got pretty lucky, though. They should have lost to the Ravens uh, two weekends ago. And then beating the Bills, like, good job. I mean, it was kind of a coin toss there. Uh, I feel like the Dolphins are losing tomorrow night against the Bengals. Just has all the all the makings for that Thursday night let down. Uh Joe Burrow at home. I, I think I think that's a loss. And you gotta look at the Eagles. They look good. So I think the Raiders win this week. The Dolphins lose. The Texans are bad. They've been in all three games. They had a tie. Uh one game was a tie. But they lost to the Bears. Uh that's that's a bad loss. Very bad loss. So I'm going to say the Texans are the last one to either get a win or loss. Kind of, Texans will not get a win before the other two teams lose a game. So,
0: so I'm trying to figure out how to answer the question. What I want to say though is that I think the Dolphins will lose first. <laughs> so That's, ultimately, I'm not sure if I'm. Chugging we're both going to chug that one. Yeah. All right. We'll chug that one and have a good time with it. But the uh, Dolphins, I, and, and the only reason I say this, I haven't really even watched the Dolphins play an entire game, but I have seen that one pass that Tua threw that was like <laughs> 20 yards under thrown. And I was yes, like, he was perfectly set up. There was nobody rushing, and he threw it 20 yards under. And I said, well, I don't know. He's thrown up massive numbers this year, and it's just the eye test for me. I don't know about Tua as a, as a contender. I mean he can be a quarterback and play, but I don't I did that throw just made me really nervous for the Dolphins. <laughs> I and I'll stick to with the Bills. I think the Bills are still the best team in the whole NFL. Uh I would we, I would give go ahead. I would give them uh the, the AFC for sure right now, especially I, considering the Chiefs and how they look a little bit. I mean, they're okay too, but
1: I have some injury I, concerns there with that secondary there. They're, they're a, Micah Hyde's out for the year. Poyer's not played much this year. Uh, they got some injury issues, but when healthy, uh, they're they're definitely a class of the AFC. I
0: agree with that. Uh, y- you mentioned the Bears and how it was terrible to lose to the Bears. And uh, let's move to the Bears. Let's talk about their their quarterback, second year, big time draft pick, Justin Fields. So this year he has the uh, unfortunate stat of not throwing more yards than any leading rusher in the league that week. That's a hard thing to do as a starting quarterback. He's done it four weeks in a row. Do you think that Justin Fields having more passing yards than the week four leading rusher is going to happen? Chug, sip, or pour that, Chris Collette.
1: I'm I'm going to pour that out. Uh, it's about time for Justin Fields to get benched, <laughs> if we're being <laughs> honest. The the Bears are two and one. Also, uh, them and the Broncos. H- how have they won two games? I don't know. Uh, I th- I think the Bears are. Uh, I'm trying to think how to say this. I think they're. I think they're going to try because the NFC is bad. I think. I think if they have any reason to pull fields, I think. Is, is Nick Foles the backup? Who's the backup in Chicago? Anybody do you know?
0: I have no idea who the backup is in Chicago. Just, but make Google that one. I look at those teams, you know, when they were so good, and they went to the Super Bowl against Peyton. It was like their defense was just stacked, and it's not no, it's, that way It's now. not good. It's oh, so
1: they're gonna. We got Trevor Simeon some, as the backup. Old Trevor. Maybe they're yeah. not in a hurry to get rid of uh, <laughs> Justin Fields.
0: I don't know what they need to do. Uh, you know, to me, I don't know enough about Fields to know if he's just not going to cut it. Or if this system is just not going to work because you've seen other players move to different systems in the media, like Tannehill. So yeah. it's, uh, I don't know what the situation is with fields.
1: It's 2022. You got to throw the ball, like get guys in space. I mean, they don't have, I mean, commit the tight end, uh, Mooney, the wide receiver. Uh, they just have to throw the ball. And I don't care if Justin Fields can't throw the ball. Uh, you got to at least attempt it. Cause running herbert into the you know what i mean he had a great 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 week last week but i don't know that that's the answer is uh 25 carries for herbert and hope and pray the other team just sucks like the texans do
0: yeah that's a, that's a tough way to win some games i think uh fields will i, I agree i think by the mid-season he's benched maybe um so i, th- I think it's a moot point anyway
1: <laughs> yeah i thought nick falls was still the backup but seeing trevor simeons as the backup uh yeah, we might see a lot of fields. So, but yeah, I think I think whatever whoever the leading rusher is this week, hopefully it's Saquon for my plus thirty five hundred bet. Um, yeah, I think I think that rusher is going to have more yards than Fields has passing yards. All right,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you there, and I don't have much to add to it. So we're gonna go to the last chug sipper Poor aspect. This one's a special one just for Mr. Bryant. Are the Bengals' new jerseys which got unveiled this week? And helmet combo, the ones they're wearing this Thursday night. It's the new white ones. Are they best color uniforms in the NFL? Uh, but best color rush is that a? Is the color rush like the? Uh, it's like the Thursday the, night special the branding. Okay. Yeah. So, so with the branding of these uniforms and stuff, you chug sip and pour in these Bengals ones being the best one.
1: I, I want to hear your answer first on this one. Yeah, so some great jersey takes.
0: I do have some uh, strong jersey opinions that the one from the seventies of the chargers used to wear with the powder blue is just my favorite. It's always been my favorite.
1: I loved LT with the black visor and those, in those powder blues. That was just a classic look.
0: Yeah. The powder blue is always going to be good. I like UNC's uniforms. I like uh, the chargers, but those chargers, when they go with that powder blue, I'm always going to take that, but I'm looking right now at these new white ones. You just showed it to me tonight and they look pretty sweet. They look really nice, but, uh, I still, still got to go with those powder blues, so I will sip.
1: I'm a big fan of the uh, green highlighter Seahawks color rust jerseys. They're so awful and so ugly. I, ju- I just like them. Uh, kind of fits Seattle in general. Uh, but I've been a little harsh on the Bengals. The offensive line still sucks. Joe Burrow has David Carson, Jerome coming on. Uh, Higgins had his second concussion in, uh, three weeks. Not ideal there. Uh, Jamar Chase, I'm sure he's going to have a high ankle sprain after this week. He'll come down on somebody's foot, but their jerseys are going to look awesome. Uh, and I think pairing those jerseys up with whatever the dolphins wear, it's going to be a beautiful, uh, uniform game, uh, tomorrow night. So.
0: That's going to be some nice looking stuff. And I think I answered incorrectly because those Chargers uniforms are not color rush specific. They are
1: not color rush specific.
0: So I'm going to keep on tipping and we'll chug too. So we'll be good there. And, um, but that's uh, those uniforms are pretty sweet. They ought to, uh, they ought to wear those more often than Thursday nights. But, uh, anyway. Let's uh, hey. let's pivot a little bit here and I'll let you uh, let you run this next segment here. Chris. Carrick. Perfect.
1: We got some Natty light trivia coming up sponsored by not Natty light, but sponsored by uh, the sneaky Pete Fresca and whatever Cole wants to pour in it. The sneaky Pete. It's actually a real drink. Now Fresca listen to Cole's advice came out with it. So there's that. Speaking of Cole, he couldn't make an appearance today because Gary Wayne listened to the podcast and went and kicked his ass. Uh, <laughs> Cole's Cole's in recovery from the Gary Wayne ass beating, so he'll be back next week if everything works well. That was a, that was pretty classic last week. Oh, um, Gary's got a
0: pretty sneaky left hand. Speaking of he, sneaky
1: Pete, oh, that bomb! Here we go. My brother left a trivia question. I haven't listened to it yet. He did tell me it was NFL related, and he said it's really hard. I doubt you'll get it. So, McClory, you up for all the right. challenge?
0: I need Matt Hickman. I need to phone a friend, but uh, oh, yeah.
1: we'll we'll give it a whirl here. Can we phone a friend for this? Timeout. out. Yeah, if I could, we're right. timeout. We're we're gonna try to phone a friend. All let's, right. let's see if we can get him. Hey man, what's up? What's up, Hickey?
2: I'm uh, building a Lego station.
1: Oh well, do you have a second for Natty Light trivia?
2: Natty Light Trivia, sure.
1: Can, can you hear him? Yeah, I can. Hear him. Okay, perfect. Can hear him. Here we go. We're going to play some Natty Light Trivia. I'm going to see. Okay. I don't know hey, the can question. Can you hear me, yet. Matt? Okay. Uh, he, he cannot hear me. Hear you. Yeah. Okay, no problem. Tell him I love him. Uh, Boyd said he loves you. Bloody so too, Boyd. here <laughs> we go. Here we go. Uh, okay. It's the longest active streak by
0: an NFL quarterback of having. And and the streak is seven years of thirty five hundred yards and twenty five touchdowns.
2: Is this currently or all time? Current. Current. Seven straight years, thirty five hundred yards and twenty five touchdowns. Um
0: I'll give you my answer first if you want it. I'm
2: gonna go Boyd
1: Boyd's going Brady. I think.
2: That's my first guess. I think it's too obvious.
1: I was gonna say Stafford, actually. Oh, um, Matt hey, Ryan. You're going to Matt Ryan? Yeah. Um, no no He didn't have
2: did twenty five touchdowns last year.
1: Boyd's going Stafford.
2: That's a good guess.
1: That's a solid guess. Uh thirty five hundred and twenty five touchdowns. Has,
2: your guess.
1: Uh that's a good, I'm going through the I'm just going through the teams right now. I gotta think that Stafford was throwing twenty five touchdowns. Especially...
2: Years ago. Brady is the obvious answer, but he got hurt that uh, a couple years ago,
1: has Russell Wilson been healthy enough?
2: Russell Wilson got hurt a couple seasons. Okay. Um, what about Derek Carr?
1: Mm.
0: Has he no, been in the league in the seven, seven years?
1: Seasons. Yeah, I think he has, because he has a contract, doesn't he? So
0: huh.
1: I don't hate I'm, the Carr st- answer. I'm sticking with yeah, I my. Mean,
2: it, it
1: can't be Brady, right? That's too obvious. Yeah, Brady's the obvious. I don't. And it, Rodgers missed a lot of time one year, didn't he?
2: Exactly, he did. It was a season they won like five games. Um, um, Stafford's a good guess. I'll, I'll still stick to my Matt Ryan, my weird guess.
1: So you got Matt Ryan. Oh man, going through the teams right now. It's it's. Uh, I, I don't hate the car answer.
2: Car's an interesting one.
1: That's interesting for sure.
2: Because it's none of the other quarterbacks in that division. It's not you know, any guy in the North Lamar hadn't played long enough. Yeah. Um, some of the guys in the East, they've not played long. AFC East. Uh, so after
1: the AFC South, unless it's Ryan. It's
2: no. Yeah. It's nobody in the NFC East. Dak's not seven years in
1: the broken ankle. also?
2: Oh yeah, it's true. So, um, i know
0: the answer I, now i just man, looked up the answer we're
2: just really forgetting somebody i think that's about
0: it's about it right
1: i'm, I'm gonna go car boyd says okay. he knows the answer because he looked it up okay what's the answer you want me to tell you you want bub the answer okay let's look bob's answer we'll see what it is the answer is kirk cousins oh jesus christ <laughs> kirk, kirk, i couldn't believe it kirk I cousins it. i should have got that kirk cousins <laughs> oh Oh man, I should have got that.
2: Uh, What's his
0: thing that he we'll
1: says
2: coming off delusions. the field? The quarterback's a legend.
1: What, what was Kirk Cousins' quote coming off the field with the uh, the Redskins? Like what was it? You like that? You like that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I'm gonna say now. You oh like man, that. I feel bad that we oh. missed that one.
2: Yeah, me too. We <laughs> should have done that one.
1: Hickey, enjoy the Legos. That was it. Thanks yeah, for well, joining. Yeah.
2: Appreciate you uh, tying me in.
1: Anytime. <laughs> Oh, Kirk Cousins! Damn it! Well, that trivia question made us all feel real
0: dumb. Oh man, it did. And, uh, good, good question though. I would have never thought of Kirk Cousins just because you don't think of Kirk Cousins. I know. But, uh, anyway, well, that about does it here for the. Uh, oh, we got a proud GB dad 2. moment two 0. Yeah, no, proud, I was uh,
1: proud dad moment. You just gonna skip over that? I was
0: not gonna skip over this. It's this is the grand, oh. the grand finale. The grand finale. Let's let's hear about a proud dad moment of the week.
1: Uh, for me, my kid who goes to private school because my wife's just uh, watches way too much uh, conspiracy theory. Grace. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what she does, but yeah, she watches too much of something. So uh, our kid's in private school. Uh, we are zoned to like the worst school in Murray County, Murray County, which is impressive. Uh, we thought we were moving, ended up not moving. So. She won't send him there, which I kind of understand. I'm okay with that. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty expensive uh, private school. And every day he comes home from school and I'm like, hey, how's school? You learn anything, big guy? Oh, We played soccer at recess. Cool, man. Cool. Uh, that's every day. So this week uh, I'm like, hey, big guy, you learn anything at school? Oh, dad, um, guess how many goals I scored in soccer today? I'm like, oh, you scored a goal. This is the first. Okay. Uh, how many? And I was, I was like... Uh, one. He goes, nope, more. And I'm like, oh, three. Uh, one less than that. And I'm like, two goals? <laughs> he goes, yes. Big smile on his face. And uh, I'm like, okay. I was like, did you win the game? He's like, well, we tied. And I'm like, well, nobody likes ties. That sucks. <laughs> uh, and I, I was like, well, what was the score? And he was like, two to two. And I'm like, good job, big guy. So... Just seeing him smile. Uh, also, he has a birthday tomorrow. Shout out, Jameson. Happy uh, sixth birthday!
2: Six uh, years old. That's six years old. old.
1: Yeah, and this is the first birthday that he's legit been like super excited. It's his birthday. Like he's for the last. Adam had a birthday a month ago, and ever since then he's been like twenty nine sleeps till my birthday, uh, <laughs> and now it's uh, one sleep till my birthday. My birthday's tomorrow. I'm so excited. So. Uh, got some cupcakes. Uh, we're getting for the birthday party at school delivered. So, yeah, hope he has a good day. But yeah, just seeing him light up, scoring the two goals, always fun. So,
0: hey, that's that's some good dadin right there. That's some that's some proud dad moments. I guess. Uh, let's see. For the last week, let's see. Proud dad moment. We went to a water park, and uh, you love and water I, park, and I enjoyed it way more than they did. And I rode all the crazy rides. But I guess, um, let's see, what was a fun thing we did? We went to the Wilderness Resort, and uh, they had a ropes course. Oh. And uh, I got up there, and uh, I'm terrified of heights. I don't like it at all. But these things, they Damn. got up way up high, and you're just dangling. You got your harness. You're not going to fall, but you just got that feeling. But uh, my 8-year-old uh, little girl, Eden, she went up and just – tore it up and just ran on those things and just flew across that stuff so i was proud of that i was proud of uh, my son for going on the crazy rides with me and making letting me terrify him all weekend so that was fun stuff we had a good time though that place is great how, i like water parks more than children do so that's
1: how how old are your kids again 11 and 8 oh man i didn't know you had a daughter until she was like four or so yeah, no, I think uh,
0: I remember you mentioning that at some point. I think yeah. you uh, referenced it in the, just kind of a nonchalant way, like, you you have a daughter?
1: I, I, was... just, I don't know how I didn't know. I just didn't know. Uh, it's alright. But yeah. It's alright. You don't need to know that. Kids are it's fun, a... sometimes. <laughs> sometimes.
0: <laughs> it's, uh, uh, it's a fun, though. It's a that was a that was a fun trip. The wilderness resort is a good time. Let's uh that's they're sponsoring this episode of the podcast, so we'll give them a shout out. So uh. anyways, S N G B two this has been fun, Chris Collette. If you drink don't drive. Do that watermelon crawl. Whoop whoop.